If you struggle with where you should be showing up in your marketing, think off of social media, and you're done relying on social media and the crazy algorithms and the changes and the trends and all of that stuff, I made a special quiz just for you. In just two minutes, yeah, two minutes, I'm going to share with you which core platform you should be focused on in your marketing. And hint, they aren't reliant on social media. We're talking evergreen content strategy, places where your content is going to live longer, it's going to be discoverable via search engine, and it's going to bring in more ideal customers with the intent to buy. In just two minutes, I'm going to share with you what platform that is. I'm also going to give you my top tips for getting started and videos, which are going to break down the strategy and give you some bonus tips when you think about scalability. This evergreen marketing strategy that I have used has allowed me to create content, to create a thriving online business, continuously grow my email list without ads, and sign clients without relying on social media, and I'm going to make it easy for you to do the same. Go to brandmary.com slash market. That's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash market. M-A-R-K-E-T, and find out the ideal place where you should be marketing your business. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. It is such a beautiful day today when I am recording. I'm recording this episode on a Sunday, actually, um, with a giant, giant cup of iced coffee (laughs) and still in my PJs. So honestly, it's like one of my favorite parts of podcasting. And what really kind of got me started is just the convenience of recording whenever I want to record in whatever I want to record clothing-wise, and just such a low like barrier to entry for so many entrepreneurs. But all of that is changing (laughs) because I have decided to actually start recording video of my podcast. So this episode's getting released in March, and that'll be my last month kind of in this style. It's worked really well for me up until this point. And again, like I said, like I think I wouldn't have gotten started with podcasting if I thought it was just like another production. It's one of the things that I have found kind of the most difficult, I would say, with like YouTube content, not even like vlogging and stuff. Like that's just a whole nother level. The amount of like attention you have to put toward vlogging or even just creating B-roll, you know, like filming yourself in a day-to-day basis. People talk about how easy it is. And yes, if you can remember to do it, it is super easy. But I I just forget, like I'm so in the moment. I'm so like doing what I love that I just forget to push record. We recently went to Columbia and we were at this beautiful hotel, plants everywhere. And it was near the end of our trip. And it was the very last day at this hotel. And I turned to Ben, my husband, and I was like, man, if I was a better influencer, 
I would have been recording content <laughs> this whole time. Like I would have woken up early. I would have gotten a photo shoot, but I just went to breakfast in my PJs every morning and just like slept in with my family. And that's where I struggle, y'all. So all of that to say, if you have a similar personality to me, podcasting is a great answer <laughs> and something that you should maybe explore. And in my new marketing quiz, which you just heard about in the intro, I'll tell you, right? Like in, in just two minutes, you can answer some questions and I'll tell you if podcasting is right for you, if you should start with blogging as your core content or video marketing. And there's tons of tips inside for actually getting started. So I just wanted to share that because it's like, again, I'm in my pajamas. I haven't, I have a giant cup of coffee. I haven't really done anything today. And here I am creating awesome content. <laughs> but April is going to be the month that I start to experiment with recording the podcast um, via video. I'm putting them on YouTube. So this it'll still be available as it is now, however you're listening. But if you are someone who really loves to watch video um, or you want to be able to, you know, go to certain sections because we can break it up via chapters on YouTube and different things like that. It might be a great option. And of course, I'll keep you posted. My husband has been telling me to do this for a really long time. He watches most of his podcasts on YouTube and YouTube is actually the second highest podcasting platform. And just fun facts, because you know, I love to nerd out about marketing, which we will be talking about today. Um, YouTube just announced that they are going to be having YouTube podcasts actually integrated into YouTube music, which is huge. So, you know, just like all these different things. So I'm really excited to add that piece of the puzzle. And I will say video is really how I got started. I was talking to a client the other day about video marketing and, you know, telling him that this month, March, I'm really focused on marketing. And there's many reasons for that. Um, we are gearing up for another launch. We are gearing up to um, launch Brandmary Academy, which is my marketing membership. Today's all about launching, so I'm going to share about Roadmap to Freedom. But a lot of the lessons that I learned for R2F from January, I will be implementing you know, with this launch in March. And so I was talking to him about how I'm doing um, you know, March marketing month, and I'm going to be going live every single week on Instagram, which if you want to join me for these live videos, you can follow me at Michelle Knight Co. if we're not already connected on Instagram. But I had to kind of like tell him, because he hasn't been around since the very beginning, that I used to go live all the time. Like this was how I got started. Video was how I got started. Live video was definitely just like coming onto the scene, I guess you would say. Facebook Live had just rolled out when I started. Periscope was a thing. And, you know, obviously you could go live on YouTube and all these other platforms, but everyone was utilizing Facebook Live at the time. And I was like, well, this seems like a really easy way for me to, you know, just use my phone and get started. And so I would go live at least once a week. And I did that for probably like three years. I started to cut back a bit when we traveled full time in the RV, which we did for two years. It was getting difficult to go live with the internet because, you know, we love to be like in the mountains in the middle of freaking nowhere. And so I would have to go live that day and it would just be really stressful and complicated. So I pulled back quite a bit. But that again was such a great entry point for me at that stage of my business. And the reason I'm sharing all of this is that like your focus or what we call it, Brand Mary, your core content can change. 
And maybe during a season, you're really focused in on video and that works with your lifestyle. Maybe you're in one spot. Maybe you don't have you know a bunch of kiddos running around. Maybe your schedule is a little bit more flexible. But then maybe you shift down the line where podcasting makes more sense because you can fit in three or four podcast recordings on a Saturday morning or whatever that looks like for you. And that's really been my journey. But I, I love to really follow kind of what my gut is telling me I'm going to enjoy most when it comes to creating content and let that kind of lead the way. But no matter what I choose, and let me be super clear on this, no matter what medium I choose, I'm always focused on evergreen content. Always. I'm always focused on my core content being long form content. And that's what that marketing quiz is really about. Like, let me help you decide what your core content should be focused on this long form content because so many entrepreneurs put all their eggs in the social media basket and they get really burnt out fast. It's totally based on trends. It doesn't last as long. Yes, there's more of a virality that could happen, but of what I've been seeing online, just because something goes viral doesn't mean you start making any freaking money. (laughs) So for me, it's always been like, how can I create this content, which of course does take time, does take energy, and let it last for a really long time. And so again, that marketing quiz, you can go to brandmary.com slash market. You can take that quiz and I'll shed some light on what might be that most ideal platform for you to get started on and type of content to create. I'm going to give you a step-by-step action plan and even resources to get started to better understand that platform. So lots of goodies happening with that. But um, you know, this concept of the evergreen content plays a role in what we're talking about today, which is a launch recap. And I'll circle back to this in just a little bit, but I wanted to start with giving you some background and some numbers on the recent launch. Now, truth be told, I've never done a launch recap episode before, and I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I needed to take a drink of my coffee right then. Um, I'm a little nervous because I don't like to put a lot of weight on dollar signs. Um, I understand that it's important, I fully understand that like when you're creating a business and a brand, you are concerned with generating revenue, but I get very, um, nervous about sharing these specific markers because I don't want you to think that like there is a right or wrong way to do this. That like, if you don't have... I had a $38,000 launch. If you don't have a $38,000 launch, your launch was a complete failure. And that's not true. And so I just want to preface this by saying my goal in sharing this launch recap is to be transparent with the numbers because I'm proud of those numbers, to also be transparent with the data and the things that I learned and the things that I did. I want you to take the things that feel right to you and implement them. Okay? So... This is something I talked about recently on social media because there have been a lot of entrepreneurs who I have respected over the years who have successful businesses in terms of dollar signs, right, that are taking sabbaticals or closing their business because they're like, it's I can't sustain this. And my life, you know, has 
and I'm paraphrasing obviously, like my life has been neglected or these areas are no more longer enjoyable or whatever the reason is. And so for me, I think it can be really misleading to be like, wow, when you hit this number, it's success because it's not always, it doesn't always work out that way. Just because we hit that number doesn't mean that our life is lighting us up or that it wasn't stressful AF and we neglected things that were really important to us. Now, I've been very, very, very intentional with not doing those things. And I shared on social media recently, like maybe that has kept me from hitting a million dollars because I I know the strategies, I know all these different things, but I am not willing to sacrifice the th- the things of my personal life that mean more to me than a dollar sign. And so again, this is just me kind of sharing, you know, please don't take this number and think like this is the number that you should be hitting or have to hit. I've actually had bigger launches of Roadmap to Freedom. I think my biggest launch was $45,000 in sales. Um, So this one was a little bit less, but again, doesn't mean that it wasn't successful. And I can't take the information and the data and use it for successful launches moving forward. So Okay, we don't have to talk about like the money and all that, but please just be generous with yourself. Listen to this episode and look for key insights and things that you could use to have a successful launch coming up, whatever that looks like for you, product, service, anything, and choose a number that feels right for you, okay? So my recent Roadmap to Freedom launch, which is a live group program where myself and my team are active in the community. I have um, two strategy calls every month with the members. There are like 13 modules that are released on building your brand, building your email list, creating your website. We talk about marketing. We touch on marketing. The first kind of phase I consider in marketing, like consistently creating content, choosing your evergreen platform and showing up, and then authentic selling. Like how do you actually sell in an authentic way that feels good to you? How do you increase conversions? And there's tons of bonus materials inside. Like tech training. It's really designed for the entrepreneur who is anywhere between zero to 3K months, who is looking for more accountability and one-to-one time on these calls than something like a self-study course or a membership, right? It's it's a core group program. I've been running this since 2017. I had to think about that. I've been running this since 2017. My first launch brought in $2,000. Okay. (laughs) Think about that for a second. Later that year, I launched again and I had a $20,000 launch and my marketing had changed during that time. It was awesome. And then on average from then, you know, I've, I've averaged anywhere from twenty-five dollars to $45,000 per launch. The last couple of years, obviously trending closer to the $40,000 launch number. We launched this program. Our most successful launch was in 2021. <laughs> I was like, what year was it? 2021. We did not launch last year in 2022. So this was our first launch in over a year and a half, okay? So the numbers for this launch were there was $38,000 in sales, which means, you know, some of that money was obviously received in during the launch, but a lot of that are payment plans and I'm going to talk about that a bit. So that's total cash that is projected to be received. Because I launched in January, those payments should be received this year, right? So they'll contribute to my overall cash revenue for the year. I only spent in ads, which is very, very small compared to what most people spend for a $38,000 launch. 
when someone tells you that they had a $100,000 launch, I think it's really important that we're transparent with how much they spent on marketing. A lot of people will spend tens of thousands of dollars. And so not all of that money was obviously profit for the business. Now, as many of you who listen to the podcast regularly know, I do not spend a lot of money on ads. It's definitely something that I play with from time to time, but I take a very organic marketing approach. So the total profit for the launch was around 37,000, okay? Because it was like 38.5,000 profit, you know, 1.5 I spent in advertising, which brought us to a $37,000 profit. Again, not cash received. This is money that's coming in over time. So a couple more data points for you, and then we're going to get into the strategy. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the phases. We had multiple phases for this launch. We tried something new because we were launching launching in January. We typically launch this program in October. Now, there were a couple of reasons that we did that. One, I traveled in October and I did not feel like launching. We were moving. It was just a whole thing. And so I did not want to launch in the fall. Also, in the past, we have had uh, people during the launch who have said, oh, I really don't want to join because I've got the holidays and I've got all this stuff coming up, which of course is something that we are super aware of. But I will say after testing it this time with like a fall launch and a January launch, we we still got time, you know, objections, you know? So I'm definitely taking that into consideration because although the January launch was a success, I didn't really love it. <laughs> like, I don't really like launching at the beginning of the year. I really like, um, you know, having more time for like reflection and planning and like, you know, kind of back end business stuff. Like, of course, I want to sell, but like a launch is so much forward marketing. And so I'm not entirely sure if I want to do that again. So, what I was doing was testing, and this is so important when it comes to launching. We've always launched in October. I wanted to test to see what it would be like to launch in January. And again, it was successful, but how did I feel? And I definitely lost momentum and I was coming off like the holiday break and everything and it just took me a while to get into it. So that's just like a note that I made for myself and something that I love to do is play with when I launch specific products and services so that I can see like what is the time of year that feels great. I'm very seasonal. I know like in the summer, I very rarely launch in the summer. Something if you've been around for a while, you'll probably notice because I pull back a little bit in like my marketing and different things like that. I'm spending a time outside. I'm doing the things like other things in my business. Um, and so it's important for me to test these things and see what works and what doesn't work. So we tested the timing for sure. And I would say, you know, whether I launched in October, people were like, oh, but the holidays are coming up. Or I launched in January and people were like, oh, spring's coming up and we have all this other stuff, right? It's just always going to be an objection. So we do everything that we can to offset that objection, reminding them that like they have lifetime access to the materials and all these other really, really cool things. So we phased out our strategy and we started the first phase actually in December because we were taking that break and I wanted to create some momentum going into January. So we released a quiz. This was the first time that we had released the quiz with the opportunity to purchase in the funnel. So we've used this quiz multiple times when we have launched Roadmap to Freedom. It's a 
kind of, uh, it's like a business roadmap quiz. It ultimately tells you kind of like what you should be focusing on at this stage of your business. And we released the quiz in December and I created a video series and an email funnel on the back end that allowed people to join early. And we offered a discount if they joined early. Now there were a couple caveats with this, right? It was a limited time offer. They were joining early and we weren't starting till January and I wasn't getting on the phone with anyone. So I loved this experiment because we actually saw 20% of our overall enrollment happen during that period. For me, that was awesome because I had never done it before. There wasn't the opportunity for a call with me and it was during the holidays. So I wasn't even answering email at the time. This was completely passive, which was sweet. And I had never done that with Roadmap to Freedom before. So I loved it. And I think it's something we're definitely going to be implementing again because it works so well, which tells me that my messaging was on point and I'm really happy about that. So that was what I would consider phase one. We were also kind of talking about the wait list during this time because the quiz was a freebie. You know, not everyone wants to sign up for a freebie and that's totally fine. But I will tell you that like, Oftentimes these freebies, like on the back end gearing up for a launch, there's some sweet offers there. So the quiz was a success and I loved it. I recorded the video trainings in one day, all three videos. I had so much fun. It was just like a great way to kick it off. So 20% of our overall sales actually came during that period. Phase two was the waitlist sale. So basically during the holidays, I did we did some behind the scenes stuff, but I wasn't showing up, wasn't doing anything on social media. I was just spending that time with my family and I got sick. So we have that. But in January, I started reminding people about the wait list because we were going to be opening the doors. We also started promoting the challenge and we had the wait list sale January 22nd to the 24th. It was a two day sale and um, it was okay. I mean, honest, I'll be honest with you. The when I look at the numbers, the waitlist sale does bring in new clients. It does bring in money, but it's not our main money maker. And there's a lot of time and energy that goes into the waitlist sale because it's not as simple as just like there's a waitlist, you know, form on my website. There's reminder emails that the waitlist sale is coming up. It's only 48 hours. There's special incentives. So there's a lot of content we do create behind the scenes. We've been testing the waitlist sale in this way for a few launches now, and I don't know if I'm entirely sold on this strategy. I'm going to play with something new with the Academy launch at the end of the month. I will keep you posted <laughs> on that. If you want to get in what I'm now calling the secret list, okay, we have a secret list for the upcoming Academy launch. You can go to brandmary.com academy and get signed up. You can also learn a little bit more about the Academy as well on that page. And so, yeah, I think that was like a big takeaway for me is I don't know how I feel about it. You know, I don't, I don't entirely know if it works amazing for, for me or if the, I'm going to give it a try again and change some of the messaging around it, change some of the strategy around it, see how it does. I love to play. And, um, I always try to play with my strategies and improve them or find you know, ways to improve them. I also think the waitlist launch sale specifically happened 
um, too close to the beginning of the year. And that's something I'm super aware of with my audience because I think they're very similar. You're very similar to me where it's like you're just like getting started in the new year. Like it takes you a while to like switch gears from the, um, you know, end of the year, the holidays, all of that into the new year. So I think timing played a big part as well because the last time we launched Roadmap to Freedom, our waitlist sale was very, very successful. And so I'm not entirely, I'm not going to give up on it just yet. I'm going to test it again and check timing. And that's the other thing that I kind of want you to keep in mind is you have to test things a few times and you have to make these small tweaks because there's so many factors that could go into it not being successful in that moment. And those are things that you obviously have to look at, you know, from the outside. That's why it's so helpful and something I offer my clients is like this perspective. It's really hard to sometimes see that stuff in your own business. But um, yeah, so that was phase two, waitlist. And then we had the challenge sale. Now, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the challenge. We started promoting the challenge at the beginning of January, and we actually kicked off the challenge on January 23rd. It's a week-long challenge. It's all about your niche. Many of you listening, participated in the challenge. Thank you for that. And I basically go live, you know, four days inside of a Facebook group. I offer support. There are prompts. It's a challenges are my bread and butter. I've been doing challenges since my very first year in business. I challenged myself haha, to do a challenge every single month for like the first six or seven months. So I had a small Facebook group. I would create a challenge and they always converted. I always signed clients. Even when I was doing one-on-one work only, I would do a challenge and sign one-on-one clients. And so I rock challenges and I know my conversion rates for challenges are always high. We typically fall between the 3 and 8% conversion rate. Now, a 3% conversion rate is typically like a height for sales conversions. And so the fact that 3% or I think it was 2.8% is my low end (laughs) for challenge conversions. And we've seen upwards of 7% is awesome. And so once again, the challenge converted the best. So during the challenge, and I'm not going to, you know, go into all the things that I do in the challenge. I teach this inside of many of my programs, but essentially I am in it, right? Like I am live, I'm answering questions, I'm giving participants a taste of what it is like to work with me, to be a client, to be part of my group program. That's how I show up in the program as well. And that has always worked really well for Roadmap to Freedom because Roadmap to Freedom is a group program. And so I'm giving them a taste of what they will ultimately get on the other side. Now, not all of my programs are like that. Some of my programs are self-study. My membership does have connection points with me, but it's definitely like I'm not reviewing copy. It's not as in-depth. And so this has always worked really well for R2F. So I you know, go live for about two days and then we open the doors in a pre-sale with a special price and a special bonus from Wednesday through Sunday. So we did the 25th through the 29th and we had 30% of the people who joined, joined during the challenge. So that was really cool. Um, and again, what one thing I really loved though is that the challenge 
was kind of close to the early enrollment. Like, we're already at 50%. 50% had already signed up by this point in time. I hadn't even officially opened the doors yet. So that's something I'm definitely taking into consideration. This combo, if I can make tweaks to this combo and increase those percentages, I might not have to do a lot of the other pieces. So we had the challenge sale and then phase four was the actual live launch. So that essentially means that we opened the doors publicly to my email list so anyone could join. Email list, social media, website, anything like that at the full price. And that lasted for about a week. So all in, we're like two months of launching And obviously I took three weeks, almost three weeks off for the holidays, but you know, we were actively kind of selling this program for almost two months, um, which was too long. (laughs) It was too long. And it's crazy because I used to do launches like this all the time and none of it was even passive. It was like, I was live launching for like 30 days. I remember the second time I launched Roadmap to Freedom actually I had a challenge pre-sale and then I had the doors open for 30 days, 30 days, just crazy. Um, So I definitely think that that is something that I've been playing with more and more is like, how do we shorten this timeline a bit? But um, having the first phase be on the back end of a quiz and passive, I mean, it was just very cool to be like, oh, sales are coming in and I'm, you know, sitting by the Christmas tree, you know, listening to Christmas music. It was great. It was fantastic. So that was something I haven't experienced with a live launch before that I really loved. So I definitely know that this was too long for me and I'm wanting to adjust that when we launch again. And I want to play with different days of the week. So I've been opening and closing the doors to my programs on Sundays for a little while now. It used to actually be Fridays. In fact, when I was first starting, I feel like everyone opened the doors on a Friday and closed the doors on a Friday, (laughs) like everyone. Uh, So I've been doing Sundays, but I'm going to play with that a little bit because I think that also kind of, you know, depends on the time of the year and your audience. And that's something that I'm dedicated to kind of experimenting with. So we're going to be opening the doors to Brand Mary Academy on a Wednesday and I believe closing on a Tuesday. So, you know, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Uh, Big key lessons, challenge still converts the best, and this has been true for many, many years. And when it comes to a group program like this where I am hands-on behind the scenes, again, not every program is like this, but I am very hands-on. It's a tight-knit community. The challenge really gives people a taste of what they can expect, which offsets a ton of objections and fears around getting support. One of the top questions that I get, and take note of this if you are an entrepreneur who sells a membership or a group program of any kind, one of the top objections or fears that I get from people who are interested in joining is, do they really have access to me? A lot of people have been burnt in the online space where someone actively sells a course or sells a promotion and you want to work with them and then you don't even see them. You only see their team. Honestly, I think that's bullshit marketing. Like you need to be really transparent. Like I'm not going to be the one in the group. My team is in the group, but that's not the case for me. I am very active. I have specific days that I show up and there are, you know, guidelines in place for how to share content. I'm not accessible 24-7, but I am super engaged and I'm answering questions live on calls. And so 
by offering the challenge, my audience gets a taste of that. And then I can kind of, you know, talk to them through that, talk them through that fear and be like, hey, what you're seeing now is what you will see inside of the program, which is pretty cool. A couple other key takeaways or lessons for sure for me were that long sales pages are still fucking amazing. <laughs> like, we're definitely going to play a little bit more with video, like adding video to our sales pages because one thing I learned gearing up for this launch was that, you know, I dove more into the different buying styles. I have a buying style of like, if I don't have the information in front of me, I'm not going to reach out to you and ask questions. I'm just not going to do it. You know, if it doesn't have the information that I need, I can't get it on a single page. I can't get it through, you know, an FAQ or emails. I'm going to move on to something else. There are a lot of people who need conversations. There are a lot of people who don't necessarily want a long sales page. They want like a summary and that's great too. So I think it's important to have these different pieces available when you are launching. But I will say the Roadmap to Freedom sales page is long and I think that it's amazing. We get less objections. We get very few questions about the program because everything's laid out right there. We do have a chat box available, so you can ask us questions on the sales page. But again, we're not like it's not overwhelming. Like people asking, "What about this? What about this?" Like all the information is essentially there. And this is an experiment that I did in 2019. It was the first time I launched Roadmap to Freedom without a sales call. So previously, you booked a sales call and then you could join the program. And in 2019, when we were traveling, I didn't necessarily want to do that. So I focused on how much information, how much content, how many objections can I address on the sales page so that people don't need a conversation with me. Now, during that time, I did offer a quick 15-minute chat. If you wanted to chat with me for 15 minutes and um, and then make the purchase, I did have that available, but I only did one call. Everyone else just signed up on the sales page. When I did the last uh, launch in 2021, I didn't have a single call. Everybody just signed up on the sales page. And with this one, I didn't have any calls except from our VIP people. So we did offer a VIP option, which was included one-on-one -on -one support, and 25% of our overall sales came from that. And those individuals did have a conversation with me, and that was because, A, it's required, um, because I want to make sure that they're the right fit for one-on-one, -on -one and it's a higher investment point. And so I like to offer the call option when it is a higher investment point. So I still am a huge advocate for long sales pages, but I've also improved kind of where the information is outlined on the page. This is a sales template that we offer inside of Brand Mary Academy as well, where you can give people who just want the information right away, like get them the information, but it still follows the sales psychology and touches on all the points. Someone might not need to have an actual conversation with you. So if that's something that you're worried about, like when it comes to a group program or something like that, just know that you don't have to offer sales conversations. You can absolutely sell in this way. So that was a big lesson learned that it just like solidified what I kind of already knew to be true, but I love data. So our sales page converted at about 2.8%. So the number of people who viewed the page and then converted. Again, great. And you might be listening to this and like 2.8%. 
Y'all, when you get into the data of marketing, you will be astonished at the average percentage of things. When you, for instance, when you do a webinar, a 50% show up rate used to be amazing. Now it's closer to 40% of people who actually show up. So when you go into launching and when you go into marketing, it's really important to know that like 100% is unrealistic. And you need to understand these data points because it does make you feel better about your freaking marketing when you're like, whoa, you know, like I shared the challenge. One of my best challenges is 7% conversion rate. When I told my mentor that, she was like, holy shit. I've never seen a challenge convert at that high of a percentage. Someone who doesn't look at their data might be like, oh my gosh, 7% is like horrible. So knowing your numbers and knowing like the average for things is so, so important. Um, another couple, a uh, few lessons that we learned, we moved off of Facebook this year for the actual community for Roadmap to Freedom. We are using Kajabi. They rolled out a new community feature, which I love. People have been like hating on it, but I obviously, I love it. I can go, I can do our calls in there. It automatically posts the recording. We have different forums. People can tag me. We ask questions. It's fantastic. A lot of people loved this. We actually had a lot of people ask, is the Facebook group is the community for Roadmap to Freedom on Facebook because I'm not on Facebook and I'm not interested in that. And so I thought that was really interesting. We had a few people join after I told them, actually, the community is like not on Facebook anymore, which is pretty nice. And I think one of the other things that the big key takeaway and as it relates to marketing is that I hardly showed up on social media. (laughs) The sales came from my email marketing and my website. Now, that's not to say I didn't show up on social media at all. I made a few posts. (laughs) And I'm talking specifically about the live launch. Like I I did promote to my like existing audience on Instagram that the quiz was available, that the waitlist was available, that the challenge was happening because the way that I structure my marketing is that social media is actually mid-tier. So what I mean by that is my brand awareness level of marketing is focused on search engine platforms. So think my podcast, uh, YouTube, even though I don't post new videos or haven't in a while, it still performs for me because those videos live forever. We have Pinterest, Google, SEO, things that like when people are searching for specific things, they're finding my website. That's where I focus my brand awareness. My second tier brand attraction is kind of where I focus my social media. So I'm focused less on going viral on social media and continuing to build connection. So we have my email list and we have social media. Email is where I'm showing up, uh, where my offers are presented, where you know my trust is being built. That's my main piece. But a lot of those people who subscribe to my social to my email list also follow me on social media. So it's just another touch point at this level. So I'm reminding them. That's the way that I would, you know, describe it. I remind them that the quiz is available, reminding them about the wait list, getting them to sign up, but not focusing on reaching new people per se. And so when I'm live launching, honestly, by the time we got to the live launch of this one, I was like tired and was just like, I was on vacation too. I was in Tulsa with Delena. We were like work vacationing and I just was like, I don't want to freaking post anything on social media. And I did it. And you know what? We still made (laughs) $38,000. So it's just another reminder that like you do not have to build your business entirely on social media. You do not have to rely on social media. You absolutely can make revenue by focusing on email and search engine. And that's what we teach inside of Brand Mary Academy. 
those platforms, blogging, SEO for your website, Pinterest, podcasting, video marketing, um, email marketing, content creation, public relations, those are the types of things that we teach inside of Brand Mary Academy. And we recently launched a video marketing for short form video. And the reason that I did this is because of TikTok. Now, TikTok is a search engine. Their algorithm is chef's kiss. And so more and more people are actually going to TikTok for searches. And because of that, the content lives longer. So it's not like Instagram where like a reel might go like viral or you might post a reel and then you don't really see an uptick. It's different on TikTok because of the algorithm. And so when I was kind of weighing like, who do we add short form video to the academy? We're not anti-social media, but the whole point of the academy is to master your marketing without social media. <laughs> we, I ended up creating a short form video marketing module that focuses on search engine on these platforms. So not trends and virality, but like getting in front of people who have an intent to buy and are actually ideal customers for you, not necessarily just like everyone and their mom. So this, if this is something that you are craving, especially right now when it feels like trends are just like exhausting and changing every five seconds on social media, please do yourself a favor and A, take the quiz. Go to brandmary.com slash market. Take the quiz. Find out what type of core content would be right for you. And B, sign up for the Brand Mary Academy secret list. Go to brandmary.com slash academy. Sign up for the secret list and you'll be the first to know when we open the doors to Brand Mary Academy at the end of this month. And we're going to be um, doing a flash, we'll call it a flash, flash 24-hour promo with a special bonus. And so that's why you want to join that secret list so you don't miss that at all. So again, going back to the Roadmap to Freedom launch, still just so thankful for the marketing strategies that I have in place because if I don't feel like showing up on social media, I don't have to show up on social media <laughs> and I still have a successful launch. It's just amazing. So please do yourself a favor, get these pieces in implemented and in place now so you have that continuous traffic to your website. This was a really fun experimental launch for me and I really loved testing with you know testing out a few new strategies. So there were a couple of things that I'm going to keep in mind for my next launch. I'm sticking with the challenge, you know, um every program is different, but again R2F is so hands-on that the challenge is just a great way for them to see that. I'm definitely aiming for a shorter enrollment period outside of the challenge. Um, and I think I'll keep the quiz. Like that was fun. And I'm going to play with how I can improve. Now I have that, right? I have a baseline 20%. Now I'm going to see how can I improve that? How can I tweak my messaging, add in something for when we launch again, and I can, you know, ultimately improve the conversions passively through that quiz. Cause that was a lot of fun. I'll also be carrying some of these pieces into the Academy launch later this month, but it's going to be different because it's a different program and it's a different style of launching. So pay attention so you can see what I do and I will do a launch recap of that as well. So just some quick reminders for you. Don't forget to take the quiz. Go to brandmary.com slash market to find out what your core content, evergreen content, would be ideal for your business. I know there's a lot of options and so I wanted to make it easy. Two minutes 
and I'll give you a plethora of resources and places to get started. Don't forget that the Academy is opening its doors at the end of this month. We've got some revamps. We've got a different price point. Oh yeah, we're we're offering the Academy for $97 a month. Um, so stay tuned. I'll share more about why and what we're doing with that, but I'm really excited to have that offer. Oh, and that's one last thing I wanted to share with you. Oh, okay. So one thing that I wanted to share in terms of uh, the number of people that enrolled. We had 21 new people inside of Roadmap to Freedom, which is awesome. What I wanted to share with you and something that we saw that I think is really um, going to play a role in selling and launching this year, the next maybe few years, are payment plans. So in the past, Roadmap to Freedom was $997, so it's under $1,000. We had a lot of people pay in full. A lot of people paid in full. Um, and we had very, very few payment plans. But I think one thing that I noticed was we raised the price this time substantially. Like the the full price was over $1,500 more than this. So we raised the price. There's the current state of, you know, the the economy and the media and like what's happening. And that's obviously top of mind for a lot of people when they're investing and the timing. It was January, so it was after the holiday spending season. It was in October as we're gearing into it. So these three things I really took into consideration. And so we offered extended payment plans, which helped a ton. We have a lot of people who, when we rolled out the payment plan and we rolled out the extended payment plan, were like, oh my gosh, this is ultimately what allowed me to say yes. So I just want to really encourage you to offer that to your audience because it does help. Now, obviously, for a lot of us, the payment, the pay in full is more beneficial maybe at a launch. It feels better seeing that number in your bank account. So the what I like to do is offer an incentive for the pay in full. So if someone is able to do it, they have an incentive and they make that choice. But not everyone is able to pay in full. And I think offering payment plans is just a good business move. And we're seeing this more and more. I mean, when you go to buy something online, if you're in the United States, especially, you probably see like payment plan options for stores. Like I just bought a pair of new running shoes and it was like, pay $12 a month, you know, to pay off these running shoes. So please consider offering payment plans and maybe even extended payment plans for your programs this year, because I think it's really going to help with your overall conversion. So that's something that we saw that I wanted to touch on as well, which again, ties back to Brand Mary Academy. One of the reasons we're offering a $97 a month option. So more and more entrepreneurs can get started, get in the door, and we will be offering a pay in full, which obviously is really beneficial to people who can. And there's a special bonus on the back end of it. So again, more details rolling out about the Academy launch, but stay tuned. Come follow me on Instagram. I'm going to be going live. Just a lot of really great content. Next week, I'm going to be sharing with you some of my top tips for coming up with 90 days of content ideas. Ooh, ah. Um, so more on that next week. Thanks for joining me in my first launch recap episode. This was fun. I'll probably do it again. If there was something that really resonated with you, come on over to Instagram. Let me know. Feel free to tag me on social media at Michelle Nightco if that is your thing, or just send me a DM if you're not super public on social media because I get it. Um, and I would love to continue the conversation with you. All right, y'all. I'll be back next week with another episode. Have a fantastic rest of your week. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast, and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.